Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Hello? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Coming off of Sports Medicine Weekly, did want to give a big thanks to Dr. Brian Cole for having me at the Chicago Sports Summit earlier this week. I was able to moderate a terrific panel on the future of sports betting with Darren Ravel from the Action Network, Frank Ignatius from Bet Chicago, Senator Napoleon Harris, and Ian Epstein, the founder of PropSwap. Just an outstanding event. My betting angles for Bears Raiders posted on 670thescore.com, so make sure you check that out. Found this really interesting. Last night on my show, Dave Sherapan from CG Technology out in Vegas, he joined me. And we talked about how the money is coming in for this game in London. Man, I'm not going to lie, Joe. Uh, we we take so much Chicago money just in general out here in Vegas. And the Bears have been playing pretty well lately, and they're playing the Raiders. Um, it's been all Bears money. We have taken Bears. At, uh, short play really came in at five. We're at five and a half. And... I don't know where it's going to end up, but I don't really foresee it going back down. I mean, you know, if anyone's looking to play the Bears, I'd play it before Sunday and uh, try to grab five, five and a half if you're lucky. Did you guys open at six and a half? No. Okay. We opened that game, I believe, six, maybe five and a half. We, we, we took one, like, I think a single bet on the Raiders to get it back to five, and then it's been in just an onslaught. We might as well be in a parking lot out there somewhere in Soldier Field or something as far as the number of Bears tickets. It's been crazy. <laughs> well, that, that's what I was wondering about throughout the week because it seemed like midweek, the consensus, it got down to four and a half. And I'm thinking, okay, I guess people are realizing that Trubisky's really out. Maybe that's the adjustment. But where we sit right now, it, it seems like there's no difference between Trubisky and Daniel. No, and uh, and you hit me up last week when that happened and to be honest we had a quick discussion about it and like as far as power ratings and odds makers and stuff there wasn't really much of an adjustment at all the offense honestly seemed to work a little smoother you know I mean they were going downhill against the Vikings you know the defense just held the Vikings and playing with a lead is a lot different than being in a tied game or behind 
But honestly, it went into the number, and it had no effect at all, the drop-off from Trubisky to Daniel. No difference to the line. Trubisky and Daniel. Zero adjustment. Okay. Dave also mentioned that the people he talks to absolutely love the Cowboys over the Packers. That big game Sunday afternoon should be a blast. So you know about early odds. You're here every Saturday morning or listening to it later on the podcast, but maybe you don't know about You Better You Bet. They tell me it's the first ever live sports betting podcast, and you can find it on radio.com, 5 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Weeknights, radio.com slash bet, radio.com app. You tell Alexa, hey, play You Better, You Bet. I did that earlier, and then I heard myself uh, from the previous evening. It's actually kind of cool. I'm sure the kids aren't around because Eli and my co-host Nick Costos like to swear from time to time. Uh, Nick Costos is on there, Ken Barkley, and Eli Hershkovich. Eli, I talk to you all the time, but let's pretend like we don't talk all the time. <laughs> how is the city of brotherly love treating you, and how's your apartment without a locked door? Yeah, um, the city of brotherly love is solid. I like Philadelphia. And how much of a downgrade is it from Chicago? I'm tell me about that because I was driving in today and I'm looking around like, man, this city is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a smaller Chicago, so it's not it's not anything close to where I used to live, but it's still a it's still a cool downtown area. Again, like you mentioned, it, it seems like my apartment doesn't have many locked doors. So anybody trying to get any free stuff that lives in Philadelphia that just happens to listen to the score, you know who to rob. But we don't know where you live. Don't give out your address. Let's hit on the <laughs> NFL, college football, and our listeners, our regular listeners, are aware that your expertise is college buckets. If you don't ramble too long, maybe we'll get a future. I see that you've been doing the countdown and all that, so we might be able oh, the shot's fired. Drink. There's Eli Herskovich for you. Uh, let's go back and forth okay let's start in the NFL I'll go first I'm looking at the Vikings and Giants game Minnesota been around five I'm seeing as low as four and a half a total of 43 and a half Vikings coming off a demoralizing loss at Soldier Field one of those games kind of remind me of the Rams game last year they just wanted to get out of there and all week it's been drama drama with Adam Thielen Stefan Diggs is missing a practice, but he's not injured. Then he's practicing again. There's trade conversation going on, and we know about Cousins. We know his deal. He stinks against good teams. Coming into this season, I believe he's 5-25 against teams that finish with an above 500 record. And with New York, you got Danny Dimes. He started two games, and the Giants are 2-0, beating Tampa Bay, and Washington last week. Now in Game 2, kind of what you expect, a little bit of regression. You go through that as a young quarterback. We're seeing that with Kyler Murray. But against that Redskins defense, he threw two interceptions, quarterback rating of 78. Saquon Barkley still is out of this one. And then Washington, I mean, if if you back them, hand raised, brutal spot. You don't think Haskins will be thrown to the Wolves, but there he was, and they had absolutely no shot. Everybody's selling on Minnesota. But when you go to the numbers, their net yards per play, they're still seventh. You know, even though the Bears dominated, Minnesota only allowed 16 points in that game. If you look just to the defensive side, six in yards per play, eighth in explosive pass plays allowed. And on the Giants side, they're 28th. They're giving up a lot of deep passes to that secondary. So everybody's selling the Vikes. I'm going to buy in 
even though they are road chalk. Give me the Vikings minus four and a half. Uh, minus five is fine, too, because that's a dead number. What do you think? Yeah, you literally stole the defensive metrics right out of my mouth, Joe. I was going to give you those numbers. Without really? We didn't even talk about it on the show this week. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, the Vikings defense is still one of the best in football, and it's not like they had a bad performance against Chase Daniel. Now that, that Bears offense isn't going to blow you out of the water, but it just shows you that even with the ups and downs of, of Minnesota overall, this defense is still legit. And the Giants, even after a great defensive performance against Washington, still bottom 10 in the NFL on opponent's yards per play. So I'm not backing Daniel Jones in that spot. Now, with that being said, Vikings-Giants probably won't be on my Sunday NFL card. Mm. I don't have enough confidence in Kirk Cousins to back him uh, officially on my NFL Sunday best bet. But this seems like a great bounce-back spot for Minnesota's offense. The Giants aren't great against the run. I like their secondary better than their rushing defense. But I think Dalvin Cook has a bounce-back game himself. If Diggs plays again earlier in the week, he didn't practice. If he suits up, I expect Cousins to defeat him the ball. And Thielen was complaining on Sunday after the game. So I expect Adam Thielen to have a big game. And even though the woes are against Kirk Cousins with his home road splits, give me the Vikings here in a, in a bounce-back spot. Yeah, you like to play, but it's not on your short card. Well, give me a play that is on your short card. Like the transition. I'm going with... See, this is a crazy trend that I saw earlier in the season oh boy. and through the first five weeks of the NFL season that road dogs are 55-30-2 against the number overall. Crazy. Now, yeah, it, it, it's insane. The market has to adjust at some point, right? And one of the plays that, that will be on my Sunday card have to do with that adjustment. I am taking the Panthers laying the three and a half at home against Jacksonville. I think the Minshew magic ends here. Great comeback on the road at Denver last week. But a letdown spot for Jacksonville after winning their last two games. I get you could say it's the same thing on the flip side with Carolina winning their last two as well. But this Panthers defense is one of the best in football, and they get after the quarterback. They have one of the best pass defenses in the league. A little softer against the run, so if Jacksonville is able to establish four net early and they control the clock, you could see Jaguars getting three and a half points. That might be the better play if the Jaguars uh, establish their running game. But I think the Panthers' defense control things when Jacksonville has the ball. And Carolina offensively, McCaffrey should have a monster day against those Jaguars linebackers, especially in the passing game. Give me Carolina laying the three and a half. Okay. Now, I've been resistant on buying in on Minshew, but I will say that they have been moving the football. They are six in offensive yards per play. I lean to the Jacksonville side. I don't know if it would be one of my top five plays, but but I understand it. Uh, things are going well with Carolina. Uh, with Kyle Allen under center, road wins, back-to-back, very tough to do in this league against Arizona and Houston. So, so far, I'm on the Giants and Eli is on the Panthers. I will go to my second NFL game. Now, this isn't a sexy matchup. We've got so many games coming up at noon tomorrow, Eli. But I'm looking at the Bills. We have the Tennessee Titans favored by three. It is a low total, like a bunch of the totals this week, of 38.5. Now, Buffalo held Tom Brady and company last week to 3.6 yards per play. 3.6 yards per play. Okay? To put that in perspective... The Dolphins' offense is worse than that this season. Tom Brady, 
his offense. That's what they did. And for some reason, I don't feel like the Bills are getting respect, even though they covered the number and they only lost by six to New England. We know why. If you're watching that game, you know why the Bills lost. They lost because Josh Allen was turning the football over against that very tough New England defense. Now this Bills defense is actually on par with the Bears' defense. Look at every metric you want. Yards per play, DVOA, explosive plays allowed. They are. And then on Friday, we get the news. Josh Allen practiced in full, and they list him as questionable. He practiced him in full on Friday, so I think he's going to play. I don't think you have to worry about Matt Barkley getting in there. Now, the line says that Buffalo and Tennessee are even on a neutral field since they made the Titans three-point favorites. Marcus Mariota has not thrown an interception this year. It might be time for that. I mean, the Titans, minus three, why? They are so difficult to figure out because they beat up a Falcons team that is about to fire their head coach in Dan Quinn. I'm not buying it. I like the Bills and their stout defense getting a field goal. Yeah, it's hard for me to lay points with the Titans because, like you mentioned, this is a similar spot to when Tennessee came off their big win week one against Cleveland. It's a Cleveland team that was hyped up all offseason. Big motivational spot for the Titans. They go into Cleveland and blow them out, especially in the second half. So then you come back home against Indianapolis. That was a tight game, but they don't cover the line when they were favored by around a field goal against the Colts. So very similar to going on the road at Atlanta, being a crappy Falcons team, beating a crappy Falcons team, coming back home, and now you're favored in a spot where you're facing one of the best defenses in the NFL. Now, with that being said, Tennessee also has an underrated defensive unit. They are 10th in the league. They've given up the 10th fewest opponent's yards per play. So while Josh Allen might be in position to play in this game, we'll probably find out Sunday, an hour and a half before kick, If I had a lean in this game, again, this one probably won't be on my card. It's hard to back Marcus Mariota. You're going to lay three with the Titans? I would lay three, but a stronger play for me in this game would be the under 38.5. Now, when people see see totals that low, under 40, it's hard for them to take it. But if you go back to last week, a game that we've already discussed, Vikings and Bears, that total was around 38, 38 and a half, and you saw a defensive slugfest. These are two of the best defenses in the NFL. You can't really make an argument for either, either offense or this game, even if Josh Allen suits up. And, and this Bills a rushing attack, while they had an okay game on the ground last week against New England, I don't trust Frank Gore, T.J. Yeldon, even if Singletary is somewhat healthy in this game. So give me the under 38 and a half with two of the best units on that side of the ball in the league, and a slight lean towards Tennessee, although I won't be playing it. I like that under call, actually. And my only concern with Buffalo is you're coming down from the New England game. Is there any sort of a letdown? But uh, the Titans should not be favored by three over the Bills. I think that's a joke. Eli Hershkovich, give us NFL pick number two. I'm going down south to New Orleans. So, we brought up the underdog trend earlier on, and I think it applies in this spot because the wrong team to me is favored. And I know it's crazy to say that, that the Bucks should be favored <laughs> on the road at New Orleans when they're 2-2 two and two and the Saints are 3-1. and one. But Teddy Bridgewater, this, this is a prime-time regression spot for the Saints. Teddy Bridgewater is 24-7 against the number in his career, 2-0, and oh, in his last two starts, obviously, replacing Drew Brees. 
The Saints offense hasn't played well their last couple games. If you remember, they were around doubled in uh, total yards on the road at Seattle a couple weeks ago. They didn't deserve to win that game at home against Dallas last week. And I understand that you could say the Cowboys didn't play well at all in that game, but they also had a, a couple of turnovers, and including the Jason Witten fumble, that cost them a possible scoring opportunity. So I think the Saints had a little bit of turnover luck last Sunday night, and this Bucks offense can shuck it. Jameis Winston under Bruce Arians, and the most susceptible part of that Saints defense is their passing defense. So uh, we also saw uh, Evans last year roast uh, Marshawn Lattimore on the road in the Dome. Give me the Bucks. getting three, three and a half, depending on where you shop. There it is again, Joe, one of my favorite terms in sports betting, depending on where you shop. I really like the Bucks here in this spot. Oh, couldn't disagree more. This is way too much of an overreaction over the last two weeks. I think we learned again, if you weren't sure on Thursday, yeah, yeah, it was confirmed. The Rams don't have a defense this season. We saw that again, and this is just... Back-to-back games, the Bucks put up points, 31 against the Giants and 55 against the Rams, two of the worst defenses in the NFL that we've seen so far. I mean, Jameis Winston still has that three-interception game like he had in Week 1 at home against San Francisco. Wrong team favored, Eli? Really? You think Tampa Bay should be favored on the road going to the Superdome? You could sell me on a letdown after that Sunday night victory against the Cowboys. But no, the the wrong team favored, not buying it. This is crazy line movement. The look-ahead line was New Orleans minus 6.5, and and now, as you mentioned, it's 3, 3.5. That's a big swing. You're saying the swing should have been over a touchdown? I'm sorry, I'm not with you on this play. Of course. If you go back to the game of the year market, you go back to the look-ahead line. Go one week! (laughs) Yeah, obviously the the line isn't going to swing a full touchdown. My point with that was I think the Bucks are the better team. And you and Nick brought this up on You Better You Bet from 6 to 10 Eastern Monday through Friday. Uh, you guys brought this up on one of the shows this week that you were a little disappointed that you didn't take the Bucks to win the NFC South at double-digit odds going back to preseason. The Bucks might be, now the, you can make the case for the Carolina Panthers as well. We brought up that, that team with the Jags on deck on Sunday. The Bucks could be the best team in this division and, and a team that goes from worst to first. I think they are better than the Saints. But are they really? Are they? I, I brought it up because I said we overlooked them. There was nice value at the time. Maybe they are one of those worst to first teams. But this just seems like too much. You knew... They were going to put up points when Aarons came into town. You were going to see an improved Jameis Winston. But I think this is a big-time reaction after games against uh, two awful secondaries. Okay, uh, that's fair, though. So your NFL plays, I gave out the Giants minus 4.5, minus 5, and the Bills plus 3. Eli Hershkovich of You Better You Bet, Radio.com Sports. I believe I'm doing a show with him next week, actually. He gave out the Panthers minus 3.5 and, and the Bucks plus 3. All right, let's each... Give a quick college play, Eli. I don't know why I can't quit the Michigan Wolverines, but I'm here <laughs> again going to the big house today at 11 a.m. Number 19, Michigan hosting 14th ranked and undefeated Iowa, Michigan, minus three and a half. The soft opener on Sunday was actually seven. This total's been bouncing around between 
47-48. First time these two teams are playing since 2016. Now on Iowa's side, why are they undefeated? Well, quarterback Nate Stanley has eight touchdowns and zero interceptions. He's completing 64% of his passes. This team has the second fewest penalties in the country. However, when you look at the Hawkeyes' opponents, Miami of Ohio, Rutgers, Middle Tennessee, they did get a nice win at Iowa State, but we all remember that was just a wild game. How much do you really take away? You had all, all the delays with all the weather stuff, and now Iowa steps up in class. They go to Michigan, and next week they have Penn State. I think you're getting Michigan at a discount here, Eli. And I'm not saying all your problems are fixed after you beat up Rutgers at home, but I'm going to lay the three and a half with Michigan. Yeah, I like that play a lot. And it's even up to four at some bucks. So you might want to pounce on that number while you can. I don't think Michigan is going to be a three and a half point favorite for long at home, even in the big house. Uh, You're going to see the public jump all over this spot. Once and, and this number number trickle up a little bit uh, once the game is closer to, to kicking off. I like it again, and I probably will be on your side in, in that game. My favorite play for Saturday's card, it's not Ohio State laying the 20. It's not Michigan State getting 20. Lord help me if I bet against Ohio State after Nebraska. Gotta, don't do that. it. Don't do it, man. <laughs> I've done it way too much this year. Yeah, I'm not betting against the Buckeyes, but I am taking – the under. I am not taking the first half under, Joe. We know that's cost me enough so far this season. I am going full game under. Uh, the total right now in, in the Saturday night game between Michigan State at Ohio State, 49. It opened at 50, so a little bit of sharp movement on the under. And you're two of the best defenses in college football. Ohio State ranked third in opponent's yards per play given up. Michigan State ranked fifth in the country in opponent's yards per play given up. So, uh, again, two of the best units on that side of the ball. And Fields hasn't faced this tough of a test yet. Now, I know you could say Michigan gave up 30-plus points to Indiana at home. To me, that was a look-ahead spot for the Spartans with Ohio State on deck. I think you get Michigan State's best defensive performance of the year. I'm not saying they cover the final score of this game, probably somewhere around 30 to 7, 30 to 10, where you're comfortable with the under and that line, if you're going with Michigan State getting 20 or Ohio State laying the 20, gets a little uncomfortable uh, come the final drive, whether it's Michigan State trying to get the backdoor cover uh, or you're just trying to hang on to Michigan State getting 20 points. But the under is the much safer play with those two defenses. I'm all over it. Okay, under between Ohio State and Michigan State, and I have Michigan minus three and a half. Eli, I've got like 30 seconds. Is there a college basketball futures play that the people should look at because the number's going to be gone very soon? Give me Maryland at 25 to 1, Joe. You know how much I love the Terps. You know how much I love Mark Turgeon, even though everybody hates Mark Turgeon. First time he's ever had a senior point guard at the helm, Anthony Cowan. He's got Jalen Smith, the the sophomore. Watch out for Aaron Wiggins. Going to be one of the best breakout players in college basketball this season. Maryland was 23rd in the country, I believe, and 25th in offensive and defensive uh, adjusted efficiency. Again, on both sides of the ball in college basketball. They are one of the best units in the country, and I think you see this Maryland team take flight here in the Big Ten and make a big run in the Big Dance. All right, coming up this week, I'll be on Radio.com Sports, co-hosting You Better You Bet Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, You make the schedule. Friday, are we doing the show together, or am I with Ken Barkley? 
Yes, we are doing a show together, oh. and you probably will kill me by the end of it, but we'll see if I'm alive at, at 10 o'clock. That's why people should tune in. Eli Hershkovich, thank you very much. <laughs> Talk to you then. Thanks, Dale. Have a good one. Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and Matt Spiegel coming up next on The Score. Best of luck, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.